0: I live in Israel. This season is dedicated to the memory of the 1400 of my countrymen who were massacred on October 7th and the 240 people that were kidnapped and are being held hostage by the terrorist organization Hamas. Hopefully they will be returned to their families as soon as possible and hopefully this terrible war will be able to come to a peaceful end very soon. And welcome to Minute 44 of Season 6 of Move Run Minute, the daily podcast where we take a capresque journey through the 1946 classic, It's a Wonderful Life, one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me once again today is Todd Lievenau of the Forgotten Filmcast. Welcome back, Todd. Great to be back. It's always fun having you on. And, I mean, today is somewhat of a milestone. I mean, first of all, this is my 665th episode, which is not really much of a milestone uh, specific when oh, you're talking about it, you know, but more importantly today is, uh, the day that I am now, uh, uh, finishing my fifth decade and beginning my sixth decade on this planet, because today is my 50th birthday. Congratulations. Thank um, you. Thank, thank you. I didn't have I, to do um, anything just except stay alive. You know that.
1: No. And, yeah. Hey, that's, that's <laughs> something I tell you. And, uh, you know, I uh, I hit that milestone uh, two and a half years ago myself, and uh, I I'm loving the 50s. The 50s have been great for me so far. So, uh, you know,
0: here's to the next 50. <laughs> All right, great. I wonder how many movies I'll be able to get done, in movies by minute, if I if, if, uh, if I last that long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have to be prepared to keep coming back though. Yeah, that's the deal. <laughs> As long as I'm able. Definitely. There you go.
1: As long as we're both able. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Oh, I, I should actually, I should have re- asked you, Rob, what, what do you want for your birthday? I, cause I can, I can throw a lasso around the moon and,
0: and <laughs> put <pull> it down <laughs> for you. <laughs> hmm. What do I want for my birthday? That's a, that's a very, <laughs> that is, it, it's, it's, it's a difficult question to answer because of the fact that, uh, you know, I, I'm recording this, uh, you know, two months beforehand, actually, exactly two months beforehand. Uh, today, today is <laughs> is the 11th of November. And my birthday is 11th of January. So yeah, two, two months exactly. And a lot is going on in the world, especially my part of the world. And I have no idea what's going to be going on two months from now. My hope is and if I do get a birthday wish two months early, I would say I hope that 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 uh, everything is settled here and that uh there is true peace how's that i
1: think i think that's a good one absolutely
0: yeah. and and i'm not just saying that as a you know, it's not like in Groundhog Day where he says, and, uh, you know, I always drink to World Peace. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know,
1: throw in a few Blu-rays and, and that'll be good, too. Because
0: <laughs> if, 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 you if, wanna... you,
1: if you're like me, you know, people know all they have to do to make me happy on my birthday is load me up with DVDs and Blu-rays and I'm good to go.
0: There you go. That's true. So, Todd, if you want to send me one, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You 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 painted yourself into that corner. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: All right. Well, so I will look forward to getting all these uh, <laughs> DVDs and Blu-rays from from everyone out there. You know, just just tell me what you don't want. That's more or less. Yeah. yeah. All right. So minute forty-four begins with uh, Mary trying to get some sort of clarification and ends with George giving a very hesitant answer. So we, we ended things yesterday with George uh, picketing outside of of Mary's uh, house. Mary is looking through uh, the window. Uh, what, what's the phrase from Romeo and Juliet? The uh, yonder, yonder window. Oh, what
1: what light through yonder? Is that that's I, something like, like that? Yeah. You're asking the guy that uh, you know was was not the English major in our household. So
0: yeah. I, well, I don't, I don't know the answer either. That, that's the thing. <laughs> So, you know, what 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 light through the window yonder break or something like that? I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) But Mary's at the window looking out at George. And, you know, she asked him what you made up your mind. And then he said, how's that? And then she started saying again, have you made. And then today's minute finishes up her sentence, up your mind. And he goes about what? She goes about coming in. Your mother just phoned and said you were on your way over. To pay a visit. My (laughs) mother just
1: such a mom thing to do. That's I mean.
0: (laughs) My mother just called. (laughs) How did she know? Didn't you tell her? I didn't tell anybody. I just went for a walk and happened to be passing by here. What do you went for a walk? That's all. And again, you know, I don't think she's really buying the whole thing. (laughs) And I mean, the whole thing is also really funny that his mother actually called up Mary to say, "By the way, George is on his way over," because we've already yeah. established they live they live next door to one another, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's just the the kind of moment
1: you think you know you go home later and be like mom i can't believe that you called her you know what are you trying to do to me here well
0: I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a hint the, the way that the, that this evening ends for george i don't think he's gonna say that to his mother <laughs> <laughs> so who, who but, you know i mean
1: Moms, you know that's part of their job is to give dating advice to their sons because they they know how clueless their husbands were once upon a time, you know, and they're they're trying to trying to push their sons in the right direction that's right and and in this case, she's right
0: because George and Mary were meant for for one another mm-hmm. i i I guess you know <laughs> it's also very strange, like why would his mother call up like okay, she calls up and says. George is on his way over and she's like well he's not here. We'll go out and look for him. I mean like what? <laughs> well, as that conversation goes. Plus,
1: she called, right? But the thing is when George last saw his mother, he was walking off in the wrong direction. So for all she she knows he wasn't going to go over there after all.
0: So maybe that actually proves that that their house is to the left and not to the right. <laughs>
1: But she's <laughs> the one that pointed him into the direction of going off to the right. The, <laughs> the right, you know, screen right. What we're watching, he goes off that. She pointed him. She turned him and ha- and pushed him off that direction. So if that's actually the direction that's wrong, did she know then that he was going to turn around and come back? So I don't know. Maybe it's more complicated than we could have ever imagined.
0: Yeah, it, it, the whole thing. Maybe maybe they live in a cul-de-sac, you know. And no matter where you go, it's gonna get to the right.
1: There you go. That's it. Bedford Falls is just a big circle. It's under a dome. It's you know they're all secluded there and trapped. And you know eventually he's you know no matter which way he goes, he's gonna end up back at Mary's house. There you
0: go. And therefore, no matter where he goes, even if he's going through town, he's going to get to Mary's house. Yes, all roads lead to Mary's house. Okay, that makes sense. There, there is something about that. <laughs> and, <laughs> so at this point, Mary like leaves the, the window, and George looks over and is very confused as to what's going on or whatever it is. And then we, we get a shot inside of the house of Mary running toward, down you know towards the stairs and then down the stairs. And as she's, she's about to go down the stairs, she calls out to her mother and says, I'll be downstairs, mother. All right, dear. So again, like when you're walking around your house, do you say to your wife, Amy, I'm going to the to 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 the uh, I don't know to the living room? <laughs> yeah. No, but I but I do say uh, I'm going to the basement. Uh,
1: I'm I'm going to the basement to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that one regularly yeah. happens at our house.
0: That's true. That's true. But, yeah. And your wife, like my wife, probably says again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah,
1: whatever. Let 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 the dog out before you go to bed. You know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the middle of the night for you this time. You you did that last night. No, yes. no.
1: You did, you did that. Time right we
0: now. we did for your show. We we recorded when it was nighttime for you. uh those yes. months ago. Yes. <laughs> I have gotten
1: creative sometimes with times. I mean, you know, folks that I podcast with a a lot, I get to know. Kind of what works best for their time zones. A lot of times, but I, I one time did like 6 a.m. before I went to work that day to accommodate somebody. You know, you got to get creative sometimes when it comes to these podcasts. That's right. Well, creative is always fun.
0: Yep. Why not? <laughs> so then we 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 see her arrange stuff in her house. She reaches the the downstairs. It, it's if she's like straightening things up a little bit, and then she takes like this picture out that, uh, what's it called? Is it like crocheted? You know, that's what I wondered. I was trying to figure out, cause at first
1: I look, when I look at it, I go, okay, is it a drawing? And I No, maybe it's a crochet or something like that. Um, but yeah, I think, I think you've got the right term there. I mean, not that I know anything about, <laughs> about sewing or that kind of stuff, but
0: yeah, I think a crochet is correct. Yeah. And we, we see that it's, it's a picture and it says, uh, George lasso's the moon. And we switch.
1: It's and, fun. I love like caricature type yes. of things like this. Yes. I've always been intrigued by that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, I've talked before about my love of old animation, you know, the the classic stuff from the Looney Tunes and whatnot. And they used to regularly do shorts where they would do caricatures of famous people. Jimmy Stewart among them, uh, you know, in some of these shorts. And so I've always had a an interest in that art form and caricatures like the al hirschfeld stuff for example too um the line drawings that he did uh that were caricatures um
0: i I think that stuff is cool Mm -hmm. yeah and and the the thing about this picture is if you look at it you know the 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 script letters look like they're all supposed to be like a a lasso like a rope yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and and i like the detail that he's Wearing the same uh, out, oversized outfit that he was wearing a few weeks ago, you know when they were, mm-hmm. uh, you know when they were walking home from from the dance, and they do get the fact that he has the number three on his jersey, which is what he had there also.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You know, So their their attention well, I mean, to detail is, a, is great. It's an iconic moment in Mary's mind, you know, and so this is something she's been hanging on to, and I, I mean just a. I, I couldn't help but freeze frame this as I was rewatching it, and just looking at all the the detail in there. I love the expression on the moon. I mean, the moon looks angry <laughs> that he's <Yes>. being lassoed, <laughs> you know, and that's kind of fun. And I mean, I, I hadn't even realized, but I mean, apparently fans of this movie they're they're big on this this image. I mean, I just did a really quick Google search on this, and like you can buy prints. Of this that you can frame and put on your wall, you can buy Christmas ornaments that have this on there. I found like T-shirts and sweatshirts and jackets that have this logo on it. Um, this is this is an important image for folks that are big fans of this movie. Oh
0: wow, very cool! <laughs> and then uh, you know she she quickly runs back through. Now when when she's walking down the stairs, I didn't mention this. She she basically uh, checks her hair in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Making sure that that her hair is is done properly, you know. And then she walks over to the to the record player, and then uh, she spins the record to let it start playing.
1: Now do I love you think, the old record player. It's do
0: you great. do you think so? Do I? Do you think that the, that she put the record there earlier, knowing that George was on his way over, or that is? her go-to record you know it, like she's always thinking of george so therefore she will always be listening to to music i don't know listening to this song uh
1: i have to kind of think she on there you know just and kind of in anticipation of him coming over it mean, kind of going back to the, some of the other things we were saying about you know that she's all she's all dressed up and She's got all these other things that are kind of ready and, and, you know, mother called and anticipating the visit and all that stuff. So, you know, it seems like she's planned out a bunch of other elements here. So I have to think this is part
0: of the planning. Okay. But then why would she have closed the record player if she knew he was coming over? Just leave it open. Because – dust because dust you can't you don't want to
1: get dust on the record you know close it up i mean there's always dust floating around right
0: okay meaning she doesn't really know when uh when, when he's going to show up so we might as well uh
1: exactly yes
0: yeah okay that, uh, that's fair that's fair <laughs> and then uh she runs over Do you and... still have a record player rob no nope, i do not nope
1: oh see i do I do Ooh. Um, I've actually, I've got a couple of them They're not fancy, I admit They get the job done But um, I I do enjoy going down to some of the shops That still sell records, sell used records I don't buy new records I mean, there's a big thing right now To release stuff on record again, on vinyl again um, You know, i mean like new releases are coming out on vinyl all the time that's not what i'm looking for i love going down like browsing through the movie soundtrack section and trying to find you know soundtracks that are out of print uh and uh, and getting them on vinyl so um you know what what vinyl i do have right now is mostly movie soundtracks okay but uh, that's fair. But, but i think that's a lot of fun i think it's it, it you know I, I love trying to find those those obscure movie soundtracks that I can't find anywhere else or that aren't on streaming or things like that.
0: Really? There, 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 are, there, are, there are those out there that you can't find? Oh, absolutely. I mean, like...
1: Um, I'm always looking for the ones that are like the some of the eighties, uh, soundtracks that were, you know, like co- compilations of songs more than scores, though. I love getting the score ones too, right. but like, you know, when I'm at some used record shop and I can find these things for like six, seven bucks or whatever, I'm buying these vinyl soundtracks that I, I wouldn't have necessarily bought back in the day, you know, I'm going, Oh, look at this. It's the soundtrack to Soul Man starring C Thomas Howell. Here's <laughs> About Last Night. Here's uh uh you know uh Blue City starring Judd Nelson and Allie Sheedy. Oh, wow. I mean like, I hated that movie. Oh uh, yeah, it's not a great movie, but I was like, Oh, yeah, it's a Rai Cooter soundtrack. All right, that seems interesting. I'm, you know I right. so I I I'm endlessly intrigued by um uh, you know, some of the music of eighties movies, especially one of the, my favorite ones that I've gotten on vinyl is the soundtrack to summer school Ooh, uh, starring Mark. What Arby, a great movie. I love uh, it. That, movie. That is one where, you know, like I said, most of these that I find, they're not in the greatest shape. I can get them for six, seven bucks or whatever. Summer school I found somewhere they were wanting twenty five bucks for. It. I was like, I'm gonna buy that for twenty-five bucks. It's got some cool Danny Elfman uh stuff on there. Uh, you know, there's some other just you know really fun songs that you just can't find out there on any of the streaming services. So oh, wow. yeah, that was one I had to grab. Oh well,
0: wow. twenty-five bucks, that that's a lot. I was over Okay. <laughs> All right, that, that's fair. I mean, I I, I also love 80s soundtracks, but uh, you know, I, I I don't need them on records. <laughs> I don't need them on vinyl. <laughs> Wait, does this mean you still have your Laser Disconnect collection and your uh, Betamax I, collection? I
1: I've ha- I never had a Beta player. I you know my family didn't buy a VHS machine until you know kind of the war was won and VHS was the clear winner. So uh, I've always been VHS though, I need a player right now. Mine is broken. I need a new one. Um, I'm hoping that my, uh, is that well, my Well, today's my birthday, ago? not yours,
0: so sorry.
1: <laughs> I know, but you know, I was at my parents a few weeks ago and they have a head of BCRs there. I was like, do you guys ever use that? You'd ever use that? Would you really ready to get rid of that? Give it to me. Um, but, uh, but I actually do have a Laserdisc player down here. I haven't broken it out for a long time um i got that in an exchange uh from another guy he was looking to get rid of it and i helped him out with something and he was like oh what what should i pay yeah on this and i was like give me the laser player and we're good to go um oh, well. and okay. um, uh so yeah i've got that um but uh you know i mean it's fun to visit old forms of media but i mean in some ways vinyl is not old anymore it's coming back right you know, they're they're producing new vinyl all the time. So, true. Okay,
0: Th- that's fair. Um, okay, so uh, at this point, she she opens the door. We start hearing the music in the background for for Buffalo Buffalo Gals, which we we've already discussed. And well, not Todd and I, but uh, I've already mm-hmm. discussed it. And then she screams to him and says, "Well, are you coming in or aren't you?" Which is a very strange thing to say because she just opened the door.
1: <laughs> She's anxious. <laughs> She's definitely very think?
0: anxious that that we know. <laughs> you know, but it's just very weird of her saying are you coming in or not. You know, because is it because he's not at the front door yet? I think you think that maybe this is what it is.
1: Yeah, I've been so, you know, just waffly about everything, you know. He can't commit to actually doing anything, you know. he going to Mary's house? Yeah, I'm going to Mary's house. No, nah, I'm not going to Mary's house. You know, he can't make up his mind about this. <laughs> So right.
0: he's his brother has made him very confused. <laughs> his brother's made him very confused. That, that's yep. what it comes down to. And and then he, he basically decides that he wants to come in and he has a little bit of trouble opening opening the front gate. <laughs> Which again, this
1: is one of those things where I can totally relate to George Bailey because I would be that guy who's like trying to do the simplest of tasks and can't do it and can't make it work um you know and you know maybe i've wondered watching this is this because he's nervous because he's flustered in that way is he maybe kind of faking it somewhat here because He's like, do I really want to do this? You know, so, I don't know which it is, but um, I know that sometimes the simplest of devices give me trouble. So I can I can understand not being able to open a simple
0: gate. Right. Wouldn't it be funny if it was if if that wasn't what was planned and it just you know happened, uh, you know, when they were in the middle of of filming that he wasn't able to open it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I
1: mean, some of those, uh, you know, there's there's often stories about those kinds of moments in films where something didn't work right. You know. I well, mean, we talked about it last like week with the, the with
0: the garbage cans. You know that that was that was all uh, uh, added on the spot.
1: <laughs> I always think of the stormtrooper who bumps his head in Star Wars. Of <laughs> course. Of course.
0: Of course that 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 is definitely uh, you know it's one of one of those things that you can never unsee. Right. Every time I watch Star Wars, yeah, I see it. You know, and 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 for years, for decades, I never saw it. You know, you have no, to focus on it. it you have to focus on it, and then once you see it, you can't unsee it.
1: Or hear the fact that they actually reference it, because the one stormtrooper says "See to him," you know, when he bumps
0: his head. So, yeah. No, I don't. Uh, no, I think he was. was you think he was referring to the stormtrooper? I mean, this isn't the Star Wars minute, but. I, I, that, that's I, the way I always took it. I always thought he was referring to C-3PO and R2D2. Interesting. Ah, I always,
1: I always, the way I always heard it was that was added in referencing the fact that one of them bumped their head, and so he was saying, "See to him, you know, like what's wrong with him?" Interesting.
0: That's no, I know that. I know that in Attack of the Clones, they had a point where Boba Fett or Jango Fett bangs his head uh, as he's walking mm-hmm. under the door, and they said, "Oh, this is just a flaw in the." You know in the stormtrooper uh uh, dna (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know we we shall never know if this is if this was real or if this was faked Mm -hmm. oh well (laughs) it would be great to know if it really did you know if if you know if if this wasn't in the script it wasn't meant to be there yeah but IMDb doesn't say anything about it, so we will have to uh, assume that uh, that it was meant on purpose for him to to have to mm-hmm. try to you know jiggle that jiggle that uh, that that picket fence. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's all I have for this minute. Do you have anything else for for this minute? I think we pretty much covered it. All right, great. So every Thursday we have a segment called Jimmy Stewart Thursday where my guests will give their top five Jimmy Stewart performances. Uh, so why don't you start with your number five and work your way up?
1: First of all, I'll say I was very tempted to put Airport 77 on just because I love the airport franchise, yeah. but I didn't do that. You can. <laughs> you were allowed. <laughs> I know, but I didn't do that, no, because there I had other choices that I had to go with first. So number five, I went with The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. Ooh, I love that one. Number four, Vertigo. Number three, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Mm-hmm. Number two, it's a wonderful life. And so number one has to be rear window.
0: So apparently you like him in uh in Hitchcock movies.
1: <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I know I mean I, I know a lot of people just you know, vertigo is the top of the heap for a lot of folks when it comes to Hitchcock. But when it comes to Jimmy Stewart and Hitchcock, I've always been more of a rear window guy than vertigo. Um, I mean, truthfully, my favorite, uh, Hitchcock films are not, uh, to be Stuart ones. My, my top ones are psycho North by Northwest and the birds. Uh, but interesting. My,
0: uh, so my, my favorite Hitchcock movie is Lifeboat. Oh, it was a good it, choice. I can't argue with that. Yeah, you know, it, it's, <laughs> it, it, that's, that's the one I can watch over and over. It's just amazing. Um, I'm also a big fan of, uh, the man who knew too much. hmm hmm And um, I, I like the the comedy aspect of uh, Trouble with Harry. Oh yeah, but, no, it's one I just watched
1: in recent years and was like, oh, <laughs> what a funny movie this is. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, because like you don't expect to to get a comedy like that from Hitchcock. And yeah. I think I think that's part of mm-hmm. the absolutely the the thing about it. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. All right. That's great. So uh Todd, why don't you once again tell people where they can find Todd Libano? Uh
1: the blog is Forgotten Films, so that's at forgottenfilmcast.wordpress.com. Uh the podcast is the Forgotten Filmcast. You can find that Wherever you find wow. your podcasts and uh, you can follow me on
0: Twitter at forgotten films. That's films with a Z. All right. finding me is very simple. Just do a quick search for Move mover a minute. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter and you can find me on my website, mover a So Todd, even though I've now, you know, past the age of 50, are you still willing to come back again <laughs> tomorrow to, to join us for one more episode?
1: I am I, I will I will uh step into your old age with you here tomorrow on the next episode.
0: <laughs> All right, great. So until then, hot dog. Hot dog.